fucking podcast. Welcome to the third fucking episode. What? It's crazy. This it is episode. My lucky number. Is it really? Yes. Ooh. Well, so baby. it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. This episode, we are talking to you guys all about growing up Latinx, growing up Latinas. Our childhoods, the crazy shit we used to get into, mm-hmm. our thoughts and opinions on the way we were raised, if it's the right way to raise your children or not. not <laughs> probably not, because look at us. <laughs> we didn't turn out that bad. <laughs> uh, kind of. But yeah, we get all into that good, juicy shit. Make sure that you keep on listening to the fucking episode. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between Hispanic, Latin. Latino, Latina, and then Latinx. Just because I feel like some people, even ourselves, sometimes we get a little bit confused as to what each term means. So to start off, the term Hispanic refers to somebody who is of native or descends from a Spanish-speaking country. So this term is an overall term really just generalizing anyone who speaks the Spanish language. Latino and Latinas are native or descend from a Latin American country. From that, the term Latinx was created, which is basically a general neutral term that refers to Latinos or Latinas. The X replaces the female or male endings of the O and the A. This term Latinx actually came from American-born Latinas and Latinos who wanted to be more inclusive and general neutral, and it's a little bit more akin to the actual English language. So for me personally, I identify as Hispanic, Latina, and Latinx as well how about you katie what do you identify as the same as you honestly like i'm hispanic i am latina and i am latinx of course there was a time in elementary school i remember when i first learned about chicanos and chicanas because my last name is chica i would always like like it when people would call me chicana or chicanos oh my god i grew up it was just kind of like says you're not mexican so i was born here i was born in new york my mom and and my dad and my brother, they kind of came here. I don't even remember how, really. I think my dad came here first, and then he brought my my mom and my brother over. They didn't even speak English. They just kind of got an apartment and got jobs and made for <laughs> made a life for themselves. Which so, is actually so many Hispanics yeah. and so many immigrants to come. Like, even without knowing the English language. It's just the usual story, you know? What? Mm-hmm. The basic. Do you um, feel yeah. like you're your native language was Spanish? Yeah. I grew up learning Spanish mostly, but I also, I think for my brother, English, and just like, you know, everyone around me, except for my parents, like going to school and everything. So it was like equal, but then also I know I preferred English and I did not want to speak Spanish most of the time or learn it. And it was like, they forced me to, and it's clear. (laughs) Were you like one of those kids that was embarrassed to speak Spanish? Kind of, yeah. Because it was like, if you get it wrong it's like fuck so then i just didn't like speaking it because everyone is so (laughs) annoying about it (laughs) i feel like everyone goes through that and i'm not like generalizing but i do feel like a good amount of hispanics grew up in the u.s school system like we do go through a small phase where we're kind of embarrassed so i went through the same thing i was actually born in colombia i was raised in the u.s we arrived to this country 
country in 2002. We arrived in Miami, flew into New York, and then we began living in New Jersey because my father had family here. So they did open up the doors for us. And then ever since that, I bounced around for a couple school districts for like two, three years. And then we ended up in Bergenfield. Spanish has always been my first language. It is mandatory in my house. I feel like as me and my sisters grow up, we pick and choose what we want to speak in the house. But with that said, I also feel like Spanglish is a really huge part of my life. And I heard that some people say that that's something to be ashamed of. But like I embrace my Spanglish because I feel like it's part of my history and part of my culture at this point, part of my life. How about you, Katie? You speak Spanglish? (laughs) That's all I speak. (laughs) (laughs) I like sometimes I'm good and I can just speak fluently like with family or like other people but with some people it's like I I cannot speak Spanish well I don't know why and like you just mess up a lot I don't know I feel like that's something that a lot of people experience though do you think in Spanish or do you think in English I think in both like I'll say some phrases in Spanish all the time but like most of I would say definitely most of my thoughts are in English what about you yeah no I definitely agree I feel like there's only certain situations I feel like when it comes to everyday life I start thinking or I find myself thinking Spanish when I'm pissed or when I yeah. want to curse someone else that's when it's like that Hispanic yeah. fucking switch flips on me and I'm like this fucking pendeja I honestly I feel like I've gotten my parents to speak Spanglish too even without them even realizing my mom too um I remember growing up they would literally try to be like if you don't speak Spanish we're not speaking to you and they would try to ignore me but like they oh never my could God. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much that's how mad they were that I wouldn't like try to speak it so funny no my parents get annoyed now when we speak English just because they know that we don't <laughs> want them to find out what we're talking about my mom knows so I can't even do that which sucks I just have to say what I need to say but we have like we had like little code words or we still do my English when speaking to my parents is much different than my English when speaking to my friends too. Nah, you be be bugging with your parents. This bitch yesterday was like, or the other day she was like, talking about sex and this and that. And she's in the fucking kitchen and her mom is like in the living room and I'm like, bro. (laughs) I'm like, bro, chill out. She could hear you. And then she walks in and she was like, yeah, I do understand what you're saying, but she missed the part where Daniela was talking about all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also low-key me trying to motivate them to learn fucking English so they can fucking understand because yeah when they beat your ass you're gonna regret that shit (laughs) bitch I don't get my ass beat I'm 22 years old I run away okay (laughs) I just say everything now and she knows everything like what can you do at this point I feel like everyone in my family knows or like things like I shouldn't be doing that like you know just like traditional Hispanic families don't believe in like they know like what we do at this point so it's like why even hide it mm-hmm. or even try I to think, I think that hiding it though low key is a form of respect because some like for example my parents they don't want to blatantly oh, see me doing some shit even if it's alcohol and that's something legal like my parents are the type to like just look at me when they just see me like drinking and drinking so it's just like I try to be a little bit more discreet and I feel like me being more discreet makes everybody a lot more comfortable which I guess it shouldn't be like that but it just is but it still makes you feel like a child in some ways you know like you still gotta like hide this but it is true what you're saying it 
is like a form of respect. At this point, I kind of just stopped caring. How long can I keep up this act? Yeah, we're at a point of our lives where it's just like we have graduated from college. We have jobs. We're responsible. Like, there's not a need to baby us around anymore. So it's just kind of like, what are you going to do? Like, I remember there was a time where I got caught doing some stupid shit by my parents. And it was not too long ago. It was like less than a year ago. And they were like, oh, like, you're so irresponsible. And I kind of looked at them and I'm like think about that you really think i'm irresponsible like how many jobs do i have how many fucking times do i struggle going to school like do i pay my own bills i do my own gas i drive myself right like, really like you really think i'm irresponsible for going out one night and having a little bit of fun just because you don't do it doesn't mean i have to be forced not to do it just they grew up I mean, so guess- differently than us though too it's like they barely did like what we could what we do now basically so they think yeah. it's bad but it's like it's not it's just like people are just open now now you know like people finally stopped caring about stupid things like that thank god and then also like where they grew up because obviously life in the u.s yeah. is much different than life it's in a different country i feel like with a brother an, an oh older brother god. specifically you experienced a lot of machismo growing up oh my god i could write a whole book about what i've experienced <laughs> my parents were catholic i was like you know baptized and i did my first communion and all that and my confirmation but i am not a catholic anymore think about it i'm a catholic and i'm hispanic like both of them together it's like women do not deserve to be anything in their eyes Mm -hmm. no for real (laughs) it's so crazy in some ways for sure my mom would just try to like make me clean and cook like just learn how to clean and cook basically like just the usual you know just the basic misogynistic things you know (laughs) me and my sister's experience the same thing specifically me and viviana too i remember but that's we would like i i wonder how different it is for you because you know you're like all girls you didn't have a brother you thank god you should freaking thank god that you didn't have a brother especially an older one who who you have to clean after oh my god stop i am and who they think you're like in charge of kind of like even if i'm the younger one like they still see me like as the one who has to do more just because i'm the girl you know just because you're a female that's some bullshit my father when we were young me and my sister brought up the fact that growing up we never had the opportunity to join any clubs sports or anything like that just because of the yeah. specific school district that we were located in like you literally had to pay for almost everything but we brought it up to my father and my mother when we were in high school and my father literally like me Viviana to this day still talk about how he said it like that if he had a boy he would be doing everything for him he would be getting cleats going into soccer letting being out late he would have full freedom in regards to anything that he wanted to do and i remember that that was like something really huge in high school where me and my sister kind of realized that machismo from my dad and we we're just kind of like really like and you're blatantly out like proudly saying that if you had a male son then you oh, would let them do whatever the yeah fuck that's want. what they do like, oh my god it's like so crazy they would spend all the money anything my brother would want they would buy like no questions asked he even got two of things sometimes 
times and like I had to get his hand-me-down like toys and stuff like that not clothes obviously they barely got me what I wanted like I basically had to beg like ask for things when it was like super like important or something but anything he wanted he could get brother wanted a playstation any playstation any new game here you go Raymond but what you want something what you want a fucking Barbie doll right no I had to beg for my toys I remember oh my god it was so sad that's crazy well my name is Daniela because my father actually really wanted a boy so they decided that if it was a boy it would be Daniel but I turned out with a vagina so they added the A at the end um so that's just comes to give you a little bit of perspective as to how much machismo is really actually within my family and honestly like karma's a fucking bitch because I feel like my dad wanted a boy so much that life was just kind of like here you go here are three females and literally my dad and my dog are the only fucking males in this fucking I'm household. dead and he, he didn't even want the dog too <laughs> he didn't even want the dog <laughs> it's so relevant within our within our families and even now even me as about to be a 23 year old my other sister about to be 21 and then the youngest one about to be 13 like we continuously every day we fucking teach him lessons literally today there was a huge fight in my house when I woke up this afternoon <laughs> It comes to a point where it's like a person has lived so much of their life being machista that it's like, can you even expect them to change at that point? No. Like so many years. That's like my mom, man. Like, she doesn't even, like, she is a progressive person, I want to say. Like, she is a liberal and she does believe in, like, women's rights and all that. Even though she does, like, her the way that she thinks is so backwards. Like, it's like so, like, she's stuck in the 1950s or something. All she thinks, like, women need to, like, look good for their husband they need to clean and cook and like you know just to have babies like their women just need to have babies that's all they're made for like basic stuff like that like that's what she really thinks too but she also went to college and she believes in education and all that but it's just like so weird you know how can you not no, see sure. like all these and things that, that that like they're trying to hold you back in by saying all these stupid ass things yeah no and then on top of that like just like little comments and little jokes that are said sometimes like when me and my sisters during quarantine we would be cooking or we would do a meal like my parents would sit down at the dining room table and they'd be like oh my god like this is so good just to play in casar and it's just yeah. kind of like haha it's funny for like the first couple seconds but then after a while it's just kind of like all right shut the fuck up marriage like, oh. jokes oh my god it's like why like we don't even think about these things like no one is worried about getting married or having a baby yeah or when you call your family or talk to your family in another country yeah no yo oh my god oh my god bitch I have a dildo that's my novio like get the fuck off of my dick for real well I have like a thousand cousins a thousand uncles and aunts so I've seen it in all the families basically like all the families how machismo comes into play like the males are definitely like put like on this pedestal for no reason Mm -hmm. even if like they're crappier even if they're the worst but it's it's whatever at this point at least our generation or the next generation we know that they're not going to be like that we know that we're changing so thank god for freaking progress no for real and i think that right now we're on a movement also we are progressing with how we raise our men too we are acknowledging now 
now this generation is acknowledging that men have feelings too and it's okay to cry and I feel like Hispanic men are raised to be these macho men that they have to be strong never cry never express their feelings and you know yeah. I'll be the man of the family and then they I become know. the worst they become the most yeah. emotionally unstable people ever it's just like it's okay to express emotions okay like no one is mm-hmm. saying you can't cry no one is gonna make fun of you if you cry but in Hispanic families yes they, they are and I feel like yeah, they are they do that's like their problem like what can you even do at that point like just like move on do what you gotta do but it's better to let it out than just hold the, all that shit in mm-hmm. especially men who never ever let it out like even us girls I feel do that but men never ever let it out and then I feel like that's low-key how men grow up with fucking anger issues is because they don't learn how to deal with it the and way then they punch walls out of nowhere and it's like bro what like that's not normal <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and they swear ex, it's normal <laughs> my ex literally popped his tire one day as he was picking me up he burst into my house comes into my basement literally throws his keys at my wall makes a hole I let it fucking be because at that point it's like motherfucker you're in your anger issues moment right now so I'm gonna let you cool down we wow. fucking dip we leave guess who gets the fucking short end of the stick not even me my little sister's the one who got yelled at by my parents for making that hole that she never fucking made because this motherfucker could not control his anger and he threw the keys at the fucking wall. No, that was a moment where like I should have stood up and said something but then it's just like it goes back to like the anger issues like you know he never learned how to control his anger as a kid so now as an adult he's fucking throwing his phones. I was literally talking to Katie about some bullshit which I'm not gonna get into now but I'm pretty sure that he fucking trashed his phone and he's on his fifth phone and we (laughs) haven't been dating for fucking three years. Like how fucking pissed are you? How much child trauma do you have that you're fucking over here breaking iPhones left and right like come on now five not just one not just two five oh like my god like five I swear I fucking swear I'm like 95% like, it is okay to shit. get help guys I promise yeah no it is totally okay I've tried bitch I've been to therapy I've been to therapy alone and I've been to fucking group therapy I mean has it been completely successful I don't think no. so but it definitely has helped <laughs> <laughs> Katie did you ever try to run away from home oh my god (laughs) so i tried but not really like i kind of had it all planned out in my head i had a little backpack that was like cute that i was like i'm definitely gonna use but i never did honestly i did want to multiple times though you thought my my, i was very my parents had gotten me so fucking mad sometimes that i really thought about it or i thought about calling the cops on them or something oh my (laughs) god no i've done that shit too i've about that shit too oh my god did you god. ever call the cops on them no but i did get them in trouble i was thinking about this the other day i got them in trouble by mistake it's like a hazy memory but it's definitely there i remember when i was like in elementary school i want to say like it was like kindergarten or first or second grade i had told someone in school you know i was like yeah my, my mom hit me because of this and this and this the other day and i remember that they like took me like somewhere upstairs like had a interview with me where they were asking me questions i don't remember the questions it's oh all so God. hazy 
<laughs> but basically I like snitched on my parents. I can't remember everything, but I wonder if like they had CPS called on them. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but you didn't know what you were doing. Not you? really, but like I also remember that like I was like, oh no, they don't abuse me like that. Like, you know, they just fucking hit me because I'm like <laughs> I would get in trouble. <laughs> so I don't think they got in trouble. Obviously they didn't because you know I'm fucking still with them. Did you ever like try to threaten your mom and she would like turn you around on you? <laughs> yes. I would always say I would cause a cops row in middle school. Do you remember that little library we used to go to? Oh hell yeah. The, <laughs> there was a little park next to it, like a street away. One day I went there and I remember I went with like a friend, but it was a guy friend, and I was walking back to the library when my parents were there. And you remember that fucking <laughs> librarian, the old one with the fucking ugly ass fucking hair, bitch. brown hair. Yeah. With the with the bird eyes and the fucking weird ass glasses. Anyways, this bitch had told my parents that I had left or like I wasn't there the whole time or some shit like that. You know, my parents were strict back then still. So, and my dad was there. That was the worst part. It was my dad who was picking me up. This man took me home. He fucking got a belt. He beat the shit out of me. There was a belt mark on my arm. It was there for years, bro. It finally went away like in the end of high school. That was from like seventh grade or eighth grade to the end of high school. I had that fucking mark on my arm. Like it was the tip of the belt. That's how hard it was. Like it was a cut. For my quince, my grandma flew in from Colombia to celebrate it. So what ended up happening was that I decided to do like a quinceañera, but like literally invite none of my friends because I kind of basically had none. And you know, Katie was fucking gone. So fuck this bitch. But the problem was that the day of my quince, my grandmother decided that that was the perfect opportunity to go into New York and run all of her errands. My mom was left with the stress of literally organizing and putting everything together. So my my mom was just extremely fucking frustrated and you know any fucking hispanic or even any other cultures i'm pretty sure like once your your mom is pissed the fuck off like she sets the energy for the fucking entire house and she came to a point where she was so frustrated and i know you've been there katie when you're getting peinada and you're getting your hair done by your mom and she's pissed that's yeah. just not fun that's just mm-hmm. not fun at all so there she was jalando el pelo like pulling it like doing all that shit in my head i was like this is my quinceañera she's abusing me so i decided to run away so i literally was like half hair done half fucking naked i ran away so i ran out of the house and i told my mom to basically go fuck herself that i wasn't celebrating everything but i was 15 where the fuck was i gonna go so i actually went around the corner i found that one of my neighbors had an open garage and so i sneaked into their garage and i just cried in the garage um maybe 45 minutes my dad went looking for me he finally found me and then the second time i ran away was because my mom was trying to beat my ass and it was around the time where I like figured it out like oh like you can run away from her Daniela bitch I ran down like three houses and I had to come back because I was so scared for my mother's life we used to live in the second floor and sis like was almost knees out the fucking window like I thought she was gonna fall and kill herself so I came back and just had to endure the ass whooping because I was genuinely scared for her fucking life it was so bad 
<laughs> and I remember oh me God. thinking, like, you're such a disgrace. You're such a fail. Every time you try running away, you never get past, like, two fucking blocks, you stupid ass bitch. Do you remember your worst ass whoop that you got? So there was, like, this after-school program. This was when I lived in New York still, and when I would go there. And there was this girl there, and I had, like, this toy or something that she wanted to play with, or, like, she wanted to keep, and I was like, no, bitch, like, I'm not gonna give you my toy. And earlier in the day, we had been, like, drawing, and for some reason, we drew, like, I Hate Kevin, which was the name of, like, the program's director. <laughs> we were, like, we are drawing, like, I Hate Him and blah, blah, blah on it. And this bitch, and but we threw it out in the garbage, and this bitch was threatening me with that. She was like, if you don't give me the toy, I'm gonna tell them that you wrote all these papers. Keep in mind, this bitch <laughs> wrote them, too. She fucking wrote them. She drew that shit with me. And <laughs> I remember she told them I got in so much trouble. I was like a fucking six-year-old girl. Oh, my God. I got in so much trouble. They, like, called me in his little office. And, like, he was, like, mad. And he was, like, couldn't believe it because I also, I was, like, one of his favorites. And then he told <laughs> my parents. And it was this whole big deal for some reason that some six-year-old wrote, <laughs> I hate Kevin. <laughs> wow. Kids are that's cool, a, but that's how you yeah. know kids are cruel. Just because I wouldn't give her my my own fucking toy. She wanted my toy, that bitch. <laughs> I got in trouble, and I remember they made me kneel against the wall. You know how they used to do that oh shit for God. hours and hours and hours on end. I remember that was, like, the fucking longest time I've ever kneeled against the wall. I think at one point, because, you know, I told the school, I don't remember the timeline of all of this. They, like, so they stopped hitting me. They, like, hit me less, so I wouldn't report them again. <laughs> my oh, mistake. my God. You literally threatened your parents <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of time that I got in trouble and I got suspended in middle school. Do you remember that, Katie? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my god, so let Please me tell you tell guys us. a story. Oh god, I know my little sister's fucking hearing this shit, but whatever. Um, so I was in middle school, I was in eighth grade, and I was taking a French class. And we had this teacher, and he was a French teacher. He was a character. He was such a fucking character. Like, when the class would get overwhelming, he would bang on the cabinet, on the filing cabinet, and be like, this is not a fish market. So, he was he was a fucking... He was a clown. Literally. So, there was one day where my hormone-filled ass like, turned over to my friends, and I was like, hey guys, do you guys dare me to go up to our French teacher and ask him what a blowjob was? At the time, all of my friends were like, yeah, go! So, I come up to the teacher at the end of class and I'm like so serious and I come up to him and I'm like hey mister what's a blowjob oh my god did this man I remember his face and I know that he was so uncomfortable he was so fucking uncomfortable he had no idea what the fuck to say to me he didn't know whether to answer me or not to answer me so he ended up actually leaving me in the classroom and he went straight to the fucking principal's office so I got fucking reported for like just asking an inappropriate question or whatever I got taken to the fucking counselor I got taken to the dean then I got taken to the principal. So I got my fucking ass whooped. It was so fucking crazy. So That's why you got in trouble, down. stupid. You should have just played it off. I should have, but I was una guayona. So what the fuck else? So I ended up actually getting um like two or three day in school suspension. And then for the rest of the week, I had after school detention. It was bullshit. Oh, and I had lunch detention too. But then that also reminds me in regards to how I would get in trouble. I know, Katie, you said that you would get beat. I would 
girl to get beat. My mom would hit me with the correa con la chanca. Yep. She would fucking throw yep. anything that she with her hands could. with oh. the with a hanger with a fucking coat hanger the clothes hanger. She would hit me with a spoon with a metal spoon that she was cooking with ah. one of those big ass ones or a wooden one. She would hit me with the fucking belt with basically anything she could. Did you ever get beat in the shower? Um, let me think about it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably <laughs> when I was super young. Latin X. That's literally being in like New York. Let me think about it. Probably. But literally, my mom fucking one day she was so pissed she grabbed my fucking hair and she banged my head against the wall. Bitch, oh my I'm God. pretty sure. I'm surprised I didn't get a concussion or anything. Bitch, maybe I got a concussion. I don't even know at this point. <laughs> you have brain damage. No wonder you are the way you are now. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I should have expected that shit. <laughs> I actually stopped going to church when I was, like, 12, 13. It was one day. I was so fucking over it going to the church. And I just want to say that I want to point out that there is such discrimination between Spanish sermons and English sermons. Oh, yeah. Um. So, clearly, the Spanish masses are, at least in the Catholic churches that I have personally been to, are always so much in more shittier basement. than the ones in English. Like, there's never a fucking mass at the same fucking time. So, why? Why do we get the fucking hot basement with no fucking AC, but then the English masses are upstairs in the nice fucking area? But um, I was always so fucking bored in church. So one day coming out of church, I straight up told my parents, I was like, hey, I don't want to come here anymore. You guys are always saying about how we need to respect God, about how I'm not supposed to wear tiny dresses or anything like this to church <laughs> because respect God, respect God, respect God. But I'm not respecting God when I'm in church. Like I straight up told them like that. I was like, I don't like fucking being here, not thinking about God. I'm not thinking about being holy. Like I literally just want to get out and I think that that is the most disrespectful thing to do if I'm going to be respectful to God then I might as well be respectful at home but not disrespectful in his own house it makes sense because ever since that I was never obligated to go back to church and slowly but surely my family stopped going to church so growing up we would go I was literally like four years old and my brother was like 10 maybe and we would literally just sit and play the whole time while like everyone was praying and stuff like the sermon <laughs> was going on or whatever we would be playing and we would be like fighting and stuff and our parents would be like hitting us because we'd be getting so loud that's what I remember I honestly I would go to church and I would not learn anything when I was in church school Mm -hmm. I would literally zone out the whole time I would daydream I don't know how I graduated or how I got my confirmation or anything (laughs) because I literally didn't know anything but I think it was like in middle school I was like 12 or something where I started to really listen to like what they were saying in the sermons and I was just like, this is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, how dare you say that about my religion? I'm sorry, but Catholics, this is why I don't like Catholics. For sure. They they make you feel like every sin is your fault. Like everything is your fault. Like everything mm-hmm. you like everything wrong is your fault. You need to pray for forgiveness and blah, blah, blah. Like No, it's like, I don't think that Christian guilt is the only thing. Like there's... Yeah. Catholic guilt too and I think that that's such bullshit like you can't live your life just thinking that you're guilty about everything and honestly I personally to this day I have no I have had no one explain it to me so therefore I think it's bullshit I think it's bullshit that I'm gonna go confess myself to to this man I don't know whether he's a pedophile or not and he's gonna tell me like okay sweetheart you're gonna do five Hail Marys and three um other fucking prayers and then you're gonna be forgiven the fuck is three Hail Marys and another fucking five yeah. our father's gonna fucking forgive my fucking shit. I just shot up this grocery store let me go say ten uh, our fathers real quick no I 
think and that's I'm such free absolute and I'm not going to hell. Bullshit. What? Yeah. <sighs> I don't believe in God as in like G-O-D God. I believe that there is a higher power and something higher than just us. I don't believe that God is a perfect human. I don't believe that God is God and it's real. I think that it's more of like an energy. I believe more in the universe. Gratitude. I also believe in manifestation. I also believe in the fact that like we have so much power within ourselves. Like I believe in white magic and light magic and sending good energy. Raised Catholic also comes with so many stigmas and so much taboo into such different things and so then that's why i don't consider myself religious i consider myself spiritual that's why i'm not catholic anymore and i told my mom and she literally cried but But it's not that big of a deal it's not i was like i still believe in god but i just don't believe in religion like i don't believe in a bible that was handwritten by some man it wasn't the bible originally written language that is now extinct so it's like things don't get translated the same in english and in spanish like Bad Bunny sounds so hot singing all these Spanish songs but when you translate that shit to English that shit don't sound good mommy que te quiere aquí llegó tu tiburón uh, mommy what do you want here is, is your, your shark, shark. <laughs> like what if I hear here's your shark in this in an English song I would be like what the fuck? <laughs> but it's true it's the same shit with the bible like shit isn't gonna be translated exactly the same but don't get me wrong I think that there are a few there are a good amount of lessons that could be learned from these stories and these bibles it's just that like people take it to the T it's like I saw this episode in Grey's Anatomy where this guy came in and he wanted to cut off his hand because he was masturbating oh yeah like what the fuck (laughs) like you will never he was like no I need to follow the literal word of the bible (laughs) and everyone is like bruh like you don't need to follow exactly what the bible says yeah and there's a lot of people who do believe that but, like, even if they do believe it, they know they're not following everything it says. Like, it's literally impossible to follow everything the Bible says. Like, exactly. there's no way in how you, you're not sinning in one way or the other. So, it's like, mm-hmm. people pick and choose, honestly, what to follow in the Bible. And that's what fucking sucks. But, but then if you're going to pick and choose... to follow the love part, or they hate gay people, or transgender people. They literally pick and choose what part of the Bible to follow. And that's ridiculous. Now, this generation of Latinx, this generation of Hispanics, like, we are more conscious of that. And even though we accept God, we accept God in our own ways, and that is okay. You go to church, just, like, make sure you're going for the right reasons. And yeah, not, not because you're forced. Else. Not mm-hmm. because you're being forced into believing these things, but because you genuinely believe it. And also, like, make sure that you actually follow the good parts of the Bible, the par- the parts of the Bible that are telling you to love one another and all of this, and not just the hateful parts that yep. were written in just to cause drama and controversy. You should be going to church because you genuinely want to go to church, and you think and you believe in your heart and in your soul that going to church is going to better yourself, is going to better the world, your community, whatever it is, but you're going for your own reasons. If you're being dragged to fucking church, are you really fucking there for a good reason? Guys, so I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It was filled with some background story as to what me and Katie believe in and don't believe in and what we fucks with and what we don't fucks with. And our stories growing up. And trust me, you haven't even heard half of them. Like, this is just a taste. It's just a tease, bitch. Just a taste of it. We'll get more (laughs) into our childhood later. For sure. 
our childhood crazy. fucking trauma. Yeah. If you have anything specific that you want us to answer, any questions, any comments, any stories, make sure you follow us on Instagram at a fucking podcast and DM us. Yeah, don't be scared to send us a DM. We'll answer. We're nice. We don't bite. Our inbox is always open. Always. And you can follow me at Chica Glow with three W's. Follow all my bikini pics, bitch. And follow me at KDC007. 007, like George O'Malley. Really. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you next fucking episode. Thank you guys for listening to a fucking podcast. Bye, guys. Bye, fuckers. Bye, fuckers.